right, guys, welcome to another edition of the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast here on a rainy Monday morning. I'm sitting here with um, coach and owner Nick Beal, and we got uh, member Amy on the podcast today. And the kind of focus of today's podcast is to kind of highlight a member's journey after six years of consistently doing CrossFit and someone that is, is kind of a leader in this in this community, someone you'll, you'll see on the leaderboard often and uh, a fire breather, if you will. And, and we want to kind of get across that it's not something that you just walk in and you're immediately topping leaderboards, uh, super fit, that it takes a long time, six years of consistency uh, inside and outside the gym. And it's not like three hours of working out. It's one class a day, doing a little extra on the side and eating really well. So Amy, I want to kind of just start off with asking you um, when you started CrossFit and why did you, uh, why'd you come in? Yeah. I mean, I just started initially just to come in and get a workout and, and um, you know, it was uh, the beginning of winter and I was always a runner and it's really hard to run through the winter, obviously with the snow. And so I was just looking for something to do through the winter to stay fit and to get, um, you know, the exercise in, but it was never really about, um, you know, lifting heavy or anything like that. And, you know, my plan was just join for the winter and then come spring, I'd go back to running all the time. But here I am six years later, I've never left. <laughs> That's awesome. What were those first few weeks like, uh, of your CrossFit experience? Like what were those classes like for you? Um, they were tough. I mean, the hardest part is like figuring out the movements or even the words, like it's like, you know, someone says, let's do a thruster and it's, you got to try to remember what a thruster is and then all the steps to try to do that movement correctly. So a lot of it's just, you know, trying to slow down and, and learn the movements and do them well. So you weren't like top of the leaderboard, super fit coming oh, into no. this. Oh my what, was gosh, your, no. what was your like athletic experience like prior to coming into CrossFit? Just really just running. Like in high school, I did cross country and track and then just keep, kept running after that. And that's really it. Like I didn't do any lifting or anything with barbells or dumbbells. Um, what was what was your food like coming into this? Did you, did, is that something that you kind of, the healthy eating, did you bring that into the CrossFit experience or is that something you learned along the way? Um, I've always been a pretty healthy eater. Um, I think that doing CrossFit and being around the CrossFit community definitely encourages you to eat even better and to just like think about things, you know, like am I getting enough protein kind of thing. So I wouldn't say my diet changed drastically, just like became more, I became more conscious of it. What was the the turning point for you when you started to realize like, I'm, I'm actually kind of good at this thing and, and you started, things started catching on. At what point in those six years did you, did you find that? Um, it was definitely a few years in. Um, it was probably during like one of the opens, I don't know, my second or third year when I was doing the scale division still and I was like doing pretty well in, in the scale division. Then I was like, oh, like I guess I am, you know, catching on and really improving over the last few years. I, I, I would like to draw attention to when she says she was doing pretty well in the scale division, she was like top 10 in New England. And we were kind of like, why are you doing this as a skilled athlete when you could be beating a lot of the RX athletes? Um, it was just kind of cool to see that that kind of click and aha moment in her of like, oh, you know, I really can do this and, and to have the capacity to, you know, to, to kind of push yourself as an athlete at that point, you know, it, it was, that was, that was cool to see as a coach, you know, and like she said, coming in as a, um, with no fitness background and kind of seeing that evolution of, you know, it, it took a couple of years for her to have that moment 
and that's really you know it's not it's not like you walk through the door and it just happens i think that's really cool to, to see that just happen organically right i think that's something we want to kind of get across in this podcast um is you didn't come in and right off the bat start doing two three-hour workout sessions doing all kinds of extra work um you were just coming in and doing class. Why do you think you you had such success going on? Was it just the consistency? Uh, what do you think about your training that kind of propelled you forward? Um, well, I think a big part of it is consistency. You know, like I I like to work out like basically every day. You know, taking a rest day is hard just because I like I like exercising. So, you know, coming five days a week makes a huge difference. And it wasn't like you know at the beginning it wasn't like I was doing any crazy lifts or really able to do any gymnastics movements but just each day like coming in and and working towards that um you know makes a huge difference were you always competitive was that something when you started is that something that motivated motivated you or did that kind of come with that moment of like being good in the scaled and and kind of moving on to rx um i've definitely always been a competitive person but when i first joined crossfit that wasn't my goal at all it was just you know to come in and get a good workout and then you know over time as i started getting better at movements and like being proficient and adding weight then i was like oh this is cool like i can i can push myself i can get stronger like and just like seeing those results, you know, makes a huge difference. So at what point did you kind of go up to the, the RX division and, and in terms of like competitive CrossFit? Um, it probably took, I don't know, two or three years, you know? Um, and I wouldn't even say there's an exact turning point because there's certain workouts, you know, that you can RX and certain workouts that you can't. Like I really struggled with gymnastics movements for a long, long time. and. Um, and even double unders took me years to get. So, you know, once I got to the point where I could do a lot of like the RX weights, then I realized I really needed to spend extra time working on the gymnastics movements and double unders and stuff because I was frustrated that they were almost like holding me back a little bit from from RXing workouts. And so I, I spent a lot of time like focusing on each one um, so that I could, you know, eventually RX it. So it wasn't like a light switch. It just wasn't like one day you walked no. in and all of a sudden you were an RX no. athlete. And I mean, it's still, even now, it's still a work in progress. Like I still can't handstand walk consistently. You know, like I, I can't RX handstand walks in a workout. Um, and so that's the cool thing about crosses. There, there's always something to work on. You know, there's always something to improve. That's actually something I, I'd like to touch on too, is uh, the idea of, of what RX means to every person. And it, it's not always everyone's goal to do RX workouts. It, it just means something different for everybody. What does RXing a workout mean to you? And is it always just the numbers on the board or is it something different for you? Um, well, I think initially a lot of it was just, um, you know, especially with the gymnastics movements, my goal to RX was to be able to do those movements, just to be able to do um, the workout, like, you know, the pull-ups and, and that kind of thing. Now, I guess the RX for me now is more of just like a guideline, like of, you know, this is the weight you should lift so you can get the stimulus they're looking for in the workout. Um, 
Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, of course. I like I just think it's really important, and I don't know if Nick wants to jump in on this. I, I think it's really important that people understand what RX actually actually means. And I don't know if Nick, if you want to maybe jump in and, and help us understand um, what RX and scale actually means. Yeah, I, I think that gets lost in translation a lot with athletes, especially newer athletes or athletes that are more old school. It's like R, RX was always is this thing in your mind of like this is how I have to do the workout. And, and I think Amy said it very well of like, this is the stimulus I'm trying to achieve for this workout. And those are very different things. Now, now understand when programming, this is, we're trying to push athletes and we push, you know, the programming in a way that it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, um, give everybody something to kind of strive for. But at the end of the day, our excellent workout isn't, isn't the goal. It's getting yourself you know, just to do a little more, push yourself a little harder, no matter what that means. Um, so I think, I think, you know, when you look at it in terms of, um, the way Amy said it of, you know, there's certain workouts where she was going through it and she was doing it as prescribed and she was getting the stimulus required, but she was able to do, or there was other workouts where she wasn't doing it as it was written, but she was getting the stimulus we needed from that. And by appropriately doing that, years after years of doing it, it got it so that every day that the workout's written, she's just doing the workout that's written on the board. But that didn't just come. It came by appropriately applying the stimulus that we're trying to achieve as coaches in every workout previous to that. And the consistency of, okay, all of a sudden now, my gymnastics workouts are RX. And my, you know, I don't have to scale back my double unders. And you know, these are the things that over time just, you know, came. Right, and I, I and you can tell me if if I'm wrong here, Amy, but I I feel like your goal was never to make it to the CrossFit Games, be in the top of the leaderboard every day. It was to try to be as fit as you possibly could, and just through consistently trying to be as fit as you could, whether it was scaled or not, you ended up kind of where you are today after six years of consistently doing it. Would you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my my goal initially was only to come in and get a, a good workout in. And I would even say still to this day, that's still my goal is just to come in, get a really good workout and feel good afterwards. You know, feel like I, I put in the work and got my heart rate up. Um, and just over time of doing that, you know, you you, just gradually you get stronger and, and you can do more weights and and you can, um, you know, progress towards more of that, like, you know, RX um, level. But the goal is always still just just to get a workout and it's never to be like, you know, the best in the world or even the best in the state or anything like that. I just I just want to exercise. I just want to be healthy. I think one of what I wanted to kind of go back to was talking about like, you know, when you look at it as, you know, the workout that was prescribed and it's like even little things of like you, you look at it in order of stimulus and, and sometimes it's appropriate to go to the other side of it. You know, sometimes there'll be workouts where I tell Amy she has to do more because, you know, I need her to slow down a little bit so I can keep up with her. You know, it's appropriate for the, what we're trying to achieve out of that workout. Um, but, but, you know, as a coach, um, I think the cool things that I've learned um, from a lot of athletes of the years and, and, and athletes, you know, I was fortunate that Amy was one of the first athletes that I brought on as a coach. You know, I, when I purchased the gym, I think Amy started in the first month that I, that I started it. And I remember bringing her through on ramp and, and just kind of seeing that evolution of, of like what she talked about in her consistency. You know, she for six years has been in here five times a week, roughly sometimes six, you know, um, uh, um, and she consistently does class. And then beyond that, outside of that, she'll maybe stay after and hang out 
and do a couple of other little things, but she's rarely here over an hour and a half a day. Um, and, and over time as a coach, what you see is like, you know, she's getting the appropriate volume in. So her body's always healthy. I've never seen her get truly injured. And what that prevents is any legs in your, in your, in your work, uh, in your actual, um, um, progress as an athlete. You know, if you stay healthy, you don't have these, oh, I have to take a month break because my shoulders, you know, screwed up or, you know, I have to take a year off because my back's injured. You know, it's like, like, like real gaps in her training never have come up. So it's like you, you are progressing and also like understanding the mindset of what she talked about. It's like, she just came in here to get a good workout. And really is that's kind of the goal. You know, we aren't, we aren't trying like, we're, we're all this here up in Maine, having fun, trying to be healthy and, and enjoy the rest of our lives outside of the gym. Our goal is not to go to the CrossFit games. If it is, we can talk about that, but you know, that, that's a, that's a whole different ball game. So I, I think the pro the process of how she's approached it is really what you try to get other people to understand. And as a coach, you want to instill upon all of your athletes to understand like you can get really freaking fit if you just do it right and take your time doing it. Yeah, Amy, what is what has um, been, been the biggest reason for you to be able to consistently come in for six years? What, is, what has been uh, that motivation, that drive? What, what has helped you establish this level of consistency? Because that's a long time. Yeah. I think a big part of it is just that, like, feeling like I need to exercise every day. Like, I just feel so much better after I exercise. Like, it helps my stress go away, you know, anything that I'm worried about or whatever. And, and, um, and the other part is the community. Like, just, you know, there's some days where like, I don't want to come in, you know, like I'm tired. I'd rather just like lay on the couch and watch TV, but just like knowing that you come in and you get to see your friends and, um, you know, you get to hang out and, um, you know, it just makes it more fun and, and easier to come in when you don't feel like it. So I think kind of to wrap things up, what are like, what are like the, let's just say like a handful of things that you want members to take away from this, Nick, uh, of an example of six years of really hard work. What are some really good key takeaways for from seeing Amy from day one to now six years later? I, I would think it's it's all about her mindset around it of like, she doesn't get wrapped up around, you know, the gym. The gym is just a part of her life, you know, and it, and it assists the rest of her life. Um, I think one thing I would like to touch base on before we finish up is it even applies into her nutrition. You know, it's like, she's just as disciplined with her nutrition as she is with her gym routine. But she, I think she, I would, I would say, and Amy can speak to this is she kind of looks at it as the same way as her gym. She's just trying to get a good workout in which when she eats, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna eat really well, but I, I've also seen her indulge in, you know, in not depriving herself of certain things, you know, and that balanced approach is what creates longevity, you know, and at the end of the end of the day, it's not about trying to get fit, you know, in a week or a month period of time, it's, you know, how can we maintain this fitness for our life? You know, and, and I think that's, that's the clear takeaway is her, her approach to the, the long-term goal of all of this. Um, and that's something I think that we all can kind of learn a little bit from, from again, her approach to it. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing? Of course. Of um, course. I just wanted to comment, you know, on some of like the gymnastic stuff is, um, you know, like when I first came in, like I couldn't do a pull up, you know, it took me, I don't know, a year or two just to do one pull up. And I never, ever thought I would be able to do a muscle up, like not in a million years. And, um, you know, every single thing just takes, it just takes extra time, it takes extra practice. So like, 
the, you know, the biggest advice I can give to somebody is just stay after class, you know, for 15 minutes and work on doing, you know, pull up negatives or, or, you know, work on toes to bar progression or muscle up progression or something like that. And you will over time see some results, but it, it, you know, it doesn't, it does, it never came naturally to me. Like it just took a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of patience. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting down with me for this quick podcast. If you guys are looking for any more podcasts or any more information, check out our website at CrossFitCascoBay.com or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. And we will see you guys all at the gym.